Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Up Your Confidence podcast. This will be a podcast conversation for and by women to equip, empower, and elevate us to up your confidence every day to live our God-given potential. And now, here is your host. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Up Your Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Lizette Zunom. Today, I'm really excited uh, to have um, a wonderful guest with me. Um, We are going to be talking about uh, a topic that I'm really getting excited about lately. It's it's really about uh, uh, how do you PR yourself, public relation, how do you put yourself out there? So my guest today, super excited to have you. She's a busy woman, Leah Frazier, to have you this Friday afternoon with us. So I'm gonna read you Leah's um, uh, bio because I think that's really important. Uh, and uh, Leah is a two-time Emmy Award winning and six-time Addy Award winning entrepreneur. She was recognized as one of the Dallas most successful women for 2015. She's a multi-licensed attorney turned marketing and communication guru who unapologetically left the industry, left the industry to practice, uh, uh, who left the industry of law to push with her entrepreneurial venture. In 2020, Leah was recognized by the Dallas Innovative as one of the future 50 engineer, 50 leader in Dallas Fort Worth for tech, innovation and disruption as uh, a winner of the 2020 Eno on Fire Award from the American Eno North Texas Eno Media Outlet for her service for the startup, small business and entrepreneurial community. Just recently, Leah was named as one of the top 10, I love this one. This is like fresh off of the press because I saw that one, top 10 inspiring black women in the marketing communication industry to follow by, by top brand marketing. Super excited about that for you. Leah was, has built her multi-face empire as an award-winning journalist, publicist, media personality, digital marketing expert, and in-demand consultant to notable brand. She is the CEO and a proud owner of Think3 Media, an award-winning creative marketing and communication agency that is focused in the area of content marketing, social media marketing, communication, public relationship service for brand spending, the industry of fashion, beauty, public speaking, the performing art, food, lifestyle, and more. Her work has been featured and mentioned on multiple outlets such as Forbes, Vogue.com, NBC, CW, CBS, Local, Chase TV, Fox TV, Good Morning Texas, Hot, 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 Living Magazine, D Magazine, CEO Blog Nation, and many other outlets as an expert in PR and entrepreneurship. Leah has cultivated top partnership with Toyota, the Dallas Maverick, Belt, Contour Beauty, Marshall, Via Spiegel, Vogue, Brahim, Neiman Marcus, Warner's Brother, Shoe Dazzle, Yozy Samurai Shoes, and many more. Leah is recently has called uh, several books, but uh, her first book was in 2018, The Success Factor, which reached number one seller, 
for Women in Business Read and was also awarded an African-American Literary Award. Her second co-author title, Promise, a Global Woman Devotional, became a bestseller in 2020 as well. She recently released her first ebook, Lesson from the Bottom, Losing Oneself to Gain Success Early This Year. And she's working on her signature book, PR Yourself book, to be released in spring 2020. And she is also called the Olivia Pope of Dallas. That one, she didn't say that, but I, I, I'm saying that for her. So welcome, Leah. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And yeah, either Olivia Pope or I have people calling me Leah Pope. So whatever you want to call me is fine. <laughs> yes, because she she can be a Christ manager. And that's what we want to talk about today. And uh, one of the things that I always like to do when I bring my guests on is I like to talk how I meet them. So how I met Leah, I don't know, maybe you don't know, but I was in an event. This was way before the pandemic last year. I think early in the 2020 or maybe late 2019 at a some startup event. I don't remember the event, but uh, you were on a panel. I don't think I pay much attention to you on the panel, to be truthfully. <laughs> but after the panel, there was a group of ladies that was talking to you, you know, and I just sat in the back and listened a little bit and you were really candid. And that's the part that I love about you because you were really talking about right there, you were just motivating them. And I just stayed in the back and listened. And then I, I did ask you because I love the fact that, I think the first thing that I love in your whole story was uh, the fact that you moved from law to, uh, to, to marketing and communication, which I thought was really bold and very, you know, scary if you think about it from my perspective. So, so that's when I kept up with Leah. And then last year I attended her signature PR yourself courses, which I, we're going to talk about a lot. And, um, that, so that's how we met, you know, so I don't know if you remember that, but that's how we met, but let's start it because this is your, this is your area. I want to talk about, because I, before we, I took the class with you, I didn't know what was PR. So if you can just do a basic PR 101, because I know you're a teacher too, right? What is a public relation for the so, lame men and women? <laughs> yeah, people kind of get public relations and marketing kind of mixed up. And they're two separate things. You know, marketing is going to be that process by which your product or service or business reaches your customers so that you can make sales. Like how are you generating revenue? And then what are those processes that you're putting in place in order to make that money. That's not necessarily PR. PR, because it has public and obviously in the phrase public relations, it's really all those things that you're doing to craft your organizations or your brand's public image. Like how does the public perceive you? How do they, when, when you're putting yourself out, how do they perceive your brand? What do they determine to be your messaging or your values? Or do they know your story? Like PR helps you to build brand awareness so people are aware of you and your story and what you stand for. And then if it goes in alignment with your marketing strategy, then eventually down the road, you should be able to reach your customer to make sales. So PR, a lot of people try to pigeonhole it with press and media going on TV. And that is a huge part of the PR pie. But there's other things that you can do that means PR. Like how are you running your LinkedIn? How are you telling people what you're doing on LinkedIn? You know, are you consistent on social media? So having your content in social media is a huge part of PR because you're reaching the public through those avenues. So 
Um, if you just think generally PR, how the public perceives you and those mechanisms that you're doing to reach them in that way, that's, that's pretty much when you're hearing people, PR, 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 that's PR. Awesome. And uh, one of the things that I learned in your class was that, you know, to P, because the whole time we were taking your class, I was like learning like a mad student, right? But the one thing that kept coming in my head was like, not everybody is ready to PR themselves, right? Like, because you can't just be ready to put yourself out there. And that, that's, the, that's why I gave the team of our conversation today is like, you need to know yourself, right? Because, uh, so what do you need to do before you can start putting yourself out there, in your opinion? So I'm going to, we, we just got done talking about that YouTube video I just did or the other uh, show I just did with a friend of mine. It's a, it was a dating show and he wanted to get all in my business about my dating life because that's interesting, right? Yes. But again, that's an example of PR. Like, how do I want the public to perceive or if I am looking for a husband or for a purpose partner, as we were calling it, um, I wouldn't have wanted to go on his show unless I was ready because I am publicly putting myself out there to say, hey, I am single and ready to mingle. But if I don't have my stuff together, my finances together, my career together, or all of those things to bring my best self to the table, I never would have agreed to go on a show knowing that the opportunity could have presented itself for somebody to reach out to me and say, hey, I want to take you out on a date. And I'd be like, I mean, I know I'm there, but I'm kind of not ready. I need to go work on all this stuff and polish myself up, okay? So it's the same thing in PR with your business. If you know you have things that you have to polish up, whether that's your website, your social media doesn't make sense, or maybe you want it to look a little bit better, or um, you don't, you're not engaging in a content strategy, or maybe you don't even have a marketing strategy. Maybe your manufacturer is jacked up. So, so your customer service journey is jacked up. When somebody orders something through your site, they don't get it on time or no one picks up the phone. Like these are all the little things that you're going to want airtight before you decide to go on TV and say, hey, 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 look at my brand. And for some of our clients, we're constantly putting them in media every single week. But if they didn't have that stuff together, I don't want them out there getting married to customers <laughs> or, or date or trying to find customers. We need to be working on making sure they're presenting their brands in the best light possible. I love the analogy because I'm the queen of analogies. I, <laughs> I love I analogies, but yes. So yeah, just like for us, you know, women and also a company, if you're not ready to to marry or date anybody, don't don't put yourself out there because you're gonna get in a lot of trouble, right? So don't you think that you know, in order for yourself to put yourself out there, like you say, you have to be prepared. I would say mentally, for, I mean, for a brand, but for like just a a regular person like me obviously i have a couple of businesses but if i didn't have any businesses even my social media you know can we talk through like what will people see in my social media and how is that related to my personal brand yeah so every time you put something on social media again again it's public interfacing people in the public can see it and if you're on social media consistently after a while, if, if, if there are themes associated with it, that's how people are going to perceive you. So you know how we say perception is reality? 
Right. Well, their perception is reality because of the things that you're putting out there. So if you're withholding, then it's not going to be a part of that reality. Or if you're only putting out your twerk videos or you're only participating in the challenges that show off your body or you're posting naked pictures of yourself and you're not posting your educational accolades or your career or maybe you're a family person or maybe you like food, then their only reality is that you want to bust it down and you want to you know, do all those other things, but they're not, they don't know the inner workings of you. They don't know what your values are because you're not putting it out there. And so social media is very powerful. And um, a lot of people um, misuse it and don't realize, again, I just keep going back to dating as well. Even if it's dating or you could be looking for a job, the first place they go to is what type of person is this? Boom. They go on your social media and they're going on your feeds to see, well, what do they post? Because that tells me who and what they are and what they, what they value. And right. so that is a huge component of PRing just yourself as an individual. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, a couple of things that happened in the news lately, you know, we had the gorilla lady, the gorilla glue lady, you know, we had another guy try. So I, <laughs> I, I can't control myself. I'm trying, I'm trying. Sometimes I think about you because things that we learn in your class, because before I took your class, I didn't really care or even understood, you know, how PR in work. So then now when I'm seeing all this thing in the news, I'm thinking like, oh my God, you know, they need price management and all that, you know? So how does those kind of things shape up how you react? Because if you don't plan it properly and things happen to you and you like in front of everybody, is that the moment to go find like somebody like you now? Or is it kind of like too late? You could... I mean, I'm thinking of a lot of instances over the last week where I, I have said they need a publicist. And, you know, we call that crisis management. But right. One of the things that we talk about in crisis management is that really great people who engage with publicists have crisis management plans in place before the crisis actually happens. Right. And so a great crisis management plan is already predicting these things could happen. So if they do, this is how we're going to respond publicly. What you guys are seeing is somebody being very reactionary, whereas if they do engage with a publicist, yes, they may be able to repair that in some way, shape, or form, but it's not guaranteed. So I actually did, um, on my podcast, we did a, a case study of Gorilla Glue Girl, and Ooh, okay, I represented that. Gorilla Glue because I thought that they did an excellent job in just not engaging with the foolishness. You know, they put out one statement. It was great. But I felt like with all of the uproar around her, she gave them enough PR to last them for like 10 years. And you know what? Their brand message says, we make this certain type of adhesive that does, that's powerful and does these things. Even though she didn't use it in the way that it was intended, she proved that it works. Yes. <laughs> you know, the fact yes. you gotta go to a surgeon and get it out of your head, imagine what it does on furniture. Imagine what it does on the stuff that it has to do. So. From their standpoint, positive PR. Now from her standpoint, she did end up linking up with some sort of publicist or manager, but I felt like she didn't get with the right individual because they were trying to get her to capitalize off of the opportunity. So she started doing these influencer posts, like 
thank you so-and-so Mercedes-Benz company for giving me a Mercedes while I was in LA. Oh, I didn't even see all that. Okay. Oh, girl, <laughs> trust me, I was all in it. She also had the GoFundMe and never really stayed in connection with her audience to say, I know originally I raised it for this purpose, but I ended up getting the procedure for free. And so on my podcast, I said the PRable thing to do would have been to then reroute it to an alopecia organization or something like that. But she didn't do it quick enough. She did it after people blew her up on social exactly. media saying, I see you in a Mercedes Benz now. You got it out of your head. And now you, and she released an entire merchandise line. So she has yes. merch. Mm -hmm. And then after all of that happened, then, then she, she says, oh, I'm donating. And yes. so I can already tell that the advice that she's getting from whoever her manager or publicist is, is not very good because yes. she had an opportunity actually to turn that around in her favor. And I feel like right cool. now, it just looks like clout chasing. It's really yes. bad. It's, yes. and now there's a report that, you know, they found lumps in her breast and it's the same doctor that did the procedure. And, you know, you don't ever want anybody to go through anything like that, but because of the precedent that she set publicly and perception is reality, if people perceive you to be a clout chaser, then unfortunately, if you really are sick, they kind of, there's like that little thought in their head that's saying, well, she's doing this for sympathy to revitalize her reputation because she ruined it. You know, and now she, she's playing with our heartstrings again. And, and, or if that is the case, why are you publicly announcing it again? Yes. Whoa, that's that, bad PR. There, there was a lot in there. I just I just had one line. I was like, I'm gonna use this opportunity to just say gorilla, gorilla Luger, what do you think? But apparently you were on top of it, just like I'm not surprised. Because I agree with you. I felt like she was raising money and I was commenting everywhere. I was like, what is she gonna do with the money? What is she gonna do? And it, it was not quick enough for me because if I was in her space, you know. I will have made that decision right away. So that's the reason why I'm really keen to like, when you start PRing yourself, your real self will show really quickly. You know, if you're not authentic, cause you can't fake it, right? You know, if you really somebody that is a, you have a philanthropic heart, you don't have to think, you don't even need a PR, a publicist to tell you, okay, now you got 20,000 in your account for no reason. You're not going to use it. What are you going to do about it? You know, I don't even care if you broke, but your first natural reaction should just be, this is not the money that I earn. I should give it back to some organization to get the, I guess, the whole publicity out of me. So that I was not too, too excited about. So it's already say something about us without even us knowing the, the her. So, so that's interesting. So to that end, I want to ask another question. Is there such thing as bad, a uh, such thing as a bad publicity or good publicity because it seems these days especially with the past four years that we had you know as far as I don't want to talk politics but just the way the past four years has been it's like even if you do the most outrageous thing it's still good it's like oh at least you out there so what is your perspective about that there is good publicity and bad publicity okay so we just saw bad publicity right with Gorilla Glue Girl. Um, I think we just live in a culture right now where people are so desperate to go viral that again, a good publicist is thinking, 
uh, two steps ahead, 50 steps ahead, a week ahead, 10, 10 months ahead. We think far in advance. If this happens, then this, and what can we do to be prepared? You know, um, for instance, I had a client that was going out of town to Bar Barbados to be with her husband for two months for work. Um, she has a, a, a very active and engaged social media following. We talk through like keywords and strategy as to what she should put on her social media account so that she's not offending the people that may have something to say about her traveling during COVID or, you know, you're on a beach, we're stuck here. Like, should we, how much should we say about your husband's job um, in Barbados? Like all of those things. It may seem simple, like, oh, it's nobody's business. But when you're pu publicly putting yourself out there, you have to think of these things. And so we've, we've gotten over that hump, but thank God we have the social awareness uh, to think that through. So she got good publicity out of the deal and didn't get bashed. So there is good and bad. Um, bad publicity right now, I, if I'm, I'm a reality TV person, so. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> Listen, married at first sight, this Chris Williams guy who married the girl and then like a day later said, oh, by the way, my ex-fiance is pregnant. I want out of the marriage. Like, sorry if I just, you know, did a spoiler alert, but his publicity on this show has been bad from the start. I don't think he'll be able to recover. So a lot of people go on re reality TV because they have some ulterior motive. I want to promote my business. I want to do whatever. But the way he showed up on this show is so bad. He really just needs to go crawl under a rock <laughs> and don't reappear unless you're donating millions of dollars to kiddos. And, and even then, it, it has been so bad. I don't know that he can recover. So there is bad public. There's a lot of bad publicity okay that's good to know because sometimes I, we get confused out here we like okay is anything because even the dumbest thing get publicity so then we're thinking are they cashing in in the back end or are they able to like build something around this bad uh, behavior that is exhibited in front of us so i'm glad that you you correct that so another i want to shift gear and talk about how do you pr yourself just some quick tips we can give to our listener how do you PR yourself if you are an introvert somebody that is not really you know don't have uh, the greatest personality or you're very quiet person how do you still PR yourself well I'll be honest a lot of people don't believe it but I'm an introvert myself I don't like big crowds I like to be at home I like to stay to myself I get drained around people a lot easily um, so even after we get off this today I'm like oh let me go recharge I'll just go in my little huddle but um, as an introvert there are things that you can do unfortunately in terms of social media, um, you have to be visible, you have to live stream, you have to do videos. So you're gonna have to find ways to push yourself outside of your comfort zone, whether that's like doing what we're doing right now, where you have somebody else on and they're interviewing you and you're not the one having to talk to the camera all the time. But I'm gonna be really harsh to say, get over it. This is just where we're at <laughs> digitally. But fortunately, there are other ways. So one of the ways, uh, that has just recently come up in the last quarter is Clubhouse. So one of the things that I love about Clubhouse is like, you're not being judged off of your appearance. You don't have to interface and feel like um, your whole entire being is out there. Clubhouse is audio only. 
So you have the opportunity to speak and people don't have to see your face. They just see a headshot and you can talk about all the things that you love and then hop off. And I've had people create amazing business relationships on Clubhouse and it is by audio only. So introverts are straight up winning on Clubhouse because they don't have to have the fear of being around a lot of people and oh my God, it's video. So Clubhouse. And then the third thing is, is like, um, in the digital landscape of getting digital articles or magazines, that's all written copy. So that's not you having to do an interview. That's not you having to be around a lot of people. That is you reaching out to a media outlet and saying, hey, I see you're a writer for entrepreneur.com. I have this amazing story. Um, you want me to send you the pitch on it? Or you write the article yourself and then you have them run it. That requires almost no human interaction for you to get yourself out in the digital space so introvert extrovert extro introvert there is no excuse anyone can pr themselves yes and i totally get it because in your class you just get blunt and say get on the camera i don't care how you feel about yourself put a little bit of makeup or whatever you need to do put yourself out there so so yes so, and I've been doing a lot of that and I think it has paid off. So t totally, I will say, listen to Leon. She, she, she knows what she's talking about. It, it pays off in a way that you don't know because uh, for the longest time, I'm an introvert myself too. So I need to recharge after all this conversation. I'm actually going to go watch uh, Coming to America. <laughs> I'm doing that later tonight. Yes, so that, that's going to be my recharging. So I, I also wonder a lot about Clubhouse and I'm glad that you brought Clubhouse up because right now I'm on a Clubhouse hiatus because um, I got on Clubhouse and I was like high on it for the boss. It, was, it became an addiction almost literally like I would be listening to Clubhouse sleeping and wake up in the room and they're still talking, okay? So I did that until uh, while we were in Dallas here, they cut the power, you know? So I was like, okay, but since then I haven't been able to go back. And my question to you, cause I know you like the in queen in Clubhouse right now. How do you feel about it? Cause I always like to relate anything that happened online to real life, you know? Is Clubhouse kind of like me going to like a networking event in Dallas? Like what, what is it in your mind, you know? And what, how, how is it gonna evolve? for folks that have not joined in the Clubhouse party? I think there's several different aspects to Clubhouse, which makes it really powerful. So yes, the networking is on a whole nother level. Like I have been in rooms with people I have followed and I have bought books and programs for, for years. So to be in a room with multi-billionaire Grant Cardone and him to yes. show that I'm already watching here at home, but then to move off the platform and reach out to his team and they actually respond back and say, yes, I can get Grant to come on your podcast or whatever it was that came from Clubhouse or I had other people reach out from Clubhouse and come on my podcast and I'd Google them and they're the top digital marketer in the world or they're in the UK. So I've expanded my network now to some of the top most brilliant minds in the world and it's because of this app because we're engaging in conversation we're trying we're looking at each other's bios like oh that's somebody cool i want to be connected with i want to follow them into these different rooms and see what they're talking about and and all of that 
So it's just amazing. So there is a networking component, but you know me, I always talk about in being intentional with your business. Your customer is on Clubhouse. You right. just have to go find them. So last night I did a room on nonprofit. It was a, it was a bunch of nonprofits. I don't have a nonprofit, but I know marketing and PR. So that's all I talked about on the stage. And then once I moved off the platform, they were all following me. They were all emailing, they were reaching out. And then you send them through ever your customer process, whatever it is to get them through the door, get a consultation. So there's two different type of audience or ways to do clubhouse but combining them together is so powerful because this is not something that you could do in person. Like I, and then there's the entertainment value. I've been in rooms with like the game, like I'm so obsessed with him. I know he's a thug, but I just think he's just like, ah, girl, what's a thug? The game is amazing. And then there was a, a room last week with Monique, the comedian in it. And the title was, did black Hollywood do Monique wrong? And it talked about, oh, when I tell you, I, I leave Clubhouse on as background, but I had it on. I, I started at the computer, then I needed to take a shower. So I had it on while I was in the shower. And then I got in my car and was on my way to wherever I needed to be. And I was listening to this room the entire time. And she just poured her heart out about why she felt like as a black woman, she wasn't getting her like just do rights in the industry. And it was so genuine that it changed my perception of her. And then to have other young actors get pinged into the room to say, you don't remember me, but this is what you did for me in my career. You gave me a chance or you let me meet with your agent or this one sentence you said to me, you know, 20 years ago, now I'm an actor in this major show. Or I work with Tyler Perry and it like, I'm getting chills just thinking about it because we never would have witnessed moments like this if it were not for this app or maybe if it wasn't for unfortunately for COVID. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a powerful platform and anybody can go in there and just you just use it for whatever you need to use it for. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I've been on room with Les Brown for over oh, five hours. <laughs> for for over five hours. Sometimes, because I, I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but I like watching Wendy. I like everything that is like hot topic. So I, I usually go into like Hollywood Unlock, you know? Recently, he's kind of annoying. Yeah. He's always name dropping. Yes. This reminds me of the time that I was with Kilo in his backyard drinking beer. And I'm like, can you just get to the story? And, and everybody tell him that too. Like, stop name dropping. I was in another room with Greg oh. and, um, and uh, um, Damon John. So it, totally, I agree yeah. with you. Like, once you get in those rooms, you don't even, I don't, I don't even want to get on stage. I'm like, what is the opportunity of me even hearing these folks almost like there was one room where they wanted Damon to, he wanted to go to bed and they wouldn't let him go to bed. It was like so late, like 2 a.m. in East Coast, 1 a.m. here. I was like, go to bed. I was like, I'm only here for Damon. He goes to bed, I goes to bed. So I, I'm going to get back home tonight, definitely, because I've been missing it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have an issue with addiction. Like, I don't like to do anything when it starts getting addicted. I, I like to control myself a little bit, but I totally agree with you. This this is something that it's gonna be game changer. It's just how we use it in the long term for those. Who, I mean, introvert or extrovert. But I have to tell you, I don't know what you think. 
sometimes I feel like some people are over the top with the whole whatever they're talking about in the summer room. Like, you know, I feel like some of them are like talking head. They're just using this new platform to expose themselves in a way that, you know, somebody like me will never find them, you know, and those rooms I just quietly leave. But you have to explore until you find the best one. So that's good. One question that I had also before we start wrapping up here is what is the difference between um how do you walk the line of privacy, you know, when you are PRing yourself? Yeah, there, there's a lot of different lines. It's really what you're comfortable with, right? Um, so people obviously want to know about you. I always talk in terms of business because that's just where uh, my background is. So I always want them to know about what Think3 Media is doing. Our clients are doing amazing things. Uh, here's how to PR yourself. But there are... I do realize that I can get more business or I can make more connections if people know about me. And so I'm not saying that I have to invite them into my home and they see how I live and they need to know who I'm dating. And I'll, I always draw the line there. So I, it, it's, I never want people to know that much about my personal life, but I do invite them in to see like, hey, I, I tried this out and I failed. And this is, this is how I did it. Or every now and again, I'm, I'm out having a drink with my girlfriends. I, I want them to know that I'm a human being. I have emotions, I have feelings. I, I gain weight, I try to work it off. You know, I like sugar, I eat too much cake and cookies. So now I'm trying to eat healthier. You know, I just had HelloFresh delivered yesterday. So those little things that I don't think is like a privacy barrier, I'm fine with sharing, but there are things like my family, um, you know, uh, like I said, my, my dating life and things like that, that I just don't feel is appropriate for the public. Cause I really just want y'all focused on what I'm doing here in, in Dallas and beyond and, you know, and what think three media is doing. So every, everyone have to peak, you know, it's almost like you have to do a strategy, like, okay, what, because I always have a challenge, you know, because when you're an introvert, people think that uh, you're really private, you know, and uh, I, even though I post a lot and I post all kind of thing, I still have a private life, you know, and uh, people usually wonder, like, are you doing too much, you know, and that's the next question that I want to ask you, because I know you are like a jack of, or deal of all trade, you call it, you know, I love that. And so do you feel sometimes that, you know, you're doing too much and then, uh, there's a fine line between bragging and you know putting yourself out there. How do you do that balance? Because uh, at some point, maybe feel like bragging. I don't know. How, what do you think about that? Um, I'll take that in chunks. So the first one is, um, I don't think in terms of my career, because I know when people read it, they're like, man, you did this, and then you did this, and you did this, and you did that. No, like that was all destiny ordained. Like I would mm -hmm. not be, here, if I did not go through those processes and pick up those skills or pick up that network or pick up the, the, uh, the resources along the way. So I am never going to discount my journey. However, I am a visionary where I feel like God gives me ideas and solutions all the time. And it's like, bing, bing, bing. I'm in the shower and I'm just like, whoa, or I'm in the car. And so, yes, there are times where I'm doing too much and I have to sit down and I say, okay, Leah, what is the one thing? So I've, this year or in the, you know, the past six months, I've scaled Think3 Media. 
What is the one thing? What do we do really well? Well, we do PR really well. So all of the social media and the websites and the graphic design and all the other things we were doing, I've cut it out because now we need to hone in and focus in on the one thing. And when, you know, you'll always hear them say what you focus on grows. And so if that's what we want to be known for, then yes, maybe I was doing too much with Think3 Media, but I don't, um, you know, I don't discount it because that helped me to test everything to say, this is what we do well. Now we can let all those other things go. And so, um, so that's that. So anytime you feel like maybe you're doing too much, just ask yourself, okay, what is the one thing? (laughs) And then you focus in on that one thing. And when you've got that, then move on to the next. Okay. And then the other one, as far as like the humble brag, um, I like that. I like, I like that. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that now because that's something that I, 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 it's challenging for me to walk that line. It was challenging for me as well until I had another publicist come to me way before I got into PR and said, you are doing some amazing things and nobody will ever know about it because you don't talk about it. And the moment that I started to put things out there was the moment I started to make more money. I started to get more clients. I started to be more in alignment with who I was and and what I was doing. So yes, there is a difference and you can just tell by the energy associated with these posts on social media or the caption, whether somebody is doing something from the heart or because they want clout. Mm -hmm. And so there are times where I try not to post so much about myself um, throughout the week, just because I'm not that type of person. So I'll, you know, I like to brag on our clients. I like to brag on what they're doing in the communities. I celebrate other people. That way, when I'm telling people like, yo, I don't know how this happened. Like, and this is genuine. This is what I will put in the caption. I don't know where this came from. I don't know how this happened, but I was just named in the top 10 of most inspiring marketing and communications Black women in the U.S. Don't know how it happened. Thank you very much. But I want y'all to know. Oh my God, I'm the only small business owner and the other nine work for like Twitter and BET and... You know what I mean? And so that's not me bragging, like, look at me, I'm the best. It's more of like, I can't believe this happening. I can't believe it. Do you know where my journey started? I started as an attorney. You know, I then moved into this fashion business. I then took a leap of faith into full-time entrepreneurship. I then lost everything that I owned to now be on this list. That's where it's coming from. And that's not me being humble. That's me telling my story. Yes completely different and I just have to be pushed to continue to tell that story because I am introverted and I am socially aware that there are people chasing clout and so I just try to find the balance between it all that's wonderful I think the tone is really important I think that the the tone really help because then and not only the tone but I also know that when people get to know you on a one-on-one basis they really just you know, it's no longer like, okay, we're talking to the top 10 inspiring yeah. Black women in the marketing, you know, we're talking to Leah. So so that's wonderful. Congratulations. Because I was like, super excited. I was like, whoa, let me sit in my chair. I didn't even check who are the other people to be through. I was just oh like, God, 
They are they are amazing. Like one is the you two. are amazing too. Let's just say that. Let's just I stop know, there. But I'm like I'm the small fry. Like one girl is the chief marketing officer for Peloton, and I'm like I'm trying to get a Peloton bike. So, Hold me up. <laughs> yes. Now you guys gonna be buddy. You 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 probably you probably getting a Peloton shipped to your house right now. I already know where to put it. I have this space. I'm looking at it right now. Like that's where I want my Peloton bike. Like I could get my weight off if I had it. I don't have to go out and be with people. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. We're coming to the end of the this conversation. This has been super fun. Uh, one of the questions that I like to ask uh, uh, all my guests is, what do you do to up your confidence every day? What do I do? To... Well, um, you know, I do believe in the affirmations. I, I'll be honest, I'm not the best. So I'm not the type of person that's like, um, I do my affirmations every day. I don't. You know, I do write notes on my bathroom mirror to myself. So if I am feeling a certain kind of way, it it already has up there. I'm valuable. Uh, you're worthy. So I do have those like little love letters to myself on my bathroom mirror. Um, but other ways that if I don't feel confident about something, so like in work, if I'm kind of exploring a new level of PR and I've never been there before, then to make myself feel confident, I'll either network with people who know how to do it, who can teach me the ropes or mentor me, or I'll go read more books. So I feel like I have more knowledge or I just try continuously try to do the thing and try to do it successfully. And then it raises your confidence because you're, you're, it, it doesn't make it seem like it's so new anymore. So on a professional level, that's what I do. And then on a personal level, just do things that make you feel good. Like be honest with yourself, like what gives me joy? Well, sometimes what gives Leah joy is going to go get a piece of cake from the cake bar, coming home, pouring a glass of some wine, and then going and watching the latest Amazon flick or like the latest fashion documentary. Like, I know that's not a confidence thing, but it makes me feel good. Yes. You know, <laughs> or just getting dressed like I have certain perfumes that I have like on my dresser that's like these are my power ones so these are the Ooh. ones where I need to feel like that like really like a boss mm. and one is from like France it's very expensive so I, I ain't trying to wear it all the time but it's got this this scent where when you smell it you feel mm. like you're the most powerful woman in the room amen <laughs> and I have my palm forward and that gives me that you know, power, or if I need to be romantic, I have romantic scents that make me feel like flirty and all of that stuff. And I have my little Savage by Fenty that can get all the little undergarments making you feeling cute. So there's different ways to be confident. Um, you just have to explore what that means for you. I love it, especially you the fashion queen. So all because this is a question that I ask everybody and every time I learn something different. So your answer is like perfect. Because for me, dressing up would definitely boost my confidence. You know, just a simple shower, put on a nice lipstick, I'm ready to go. Like I can conquer. So you talking about perfume is it's interesting, you know, because I'm in like a one perfume kind of lady. I don't wear multiple perfumes. So I your perfume personality will help you also up your confidence. I love that. I have a sick obsession, but now I'm moving more. We talk about confidence. I'm moving more into more cleaner beauty 
Um, so I'm trying to get away from chemicals. So yes. I, I found amazing companies now that make incredible fragrances out of essential oils. And so like, Amen. that's now my new thing is how can I kind of recreate that feeling, but with something that's a little bit more natural. And so, yeah, I love perfumes and fragrances and smelling good. Like that is my thing. Yeah, totally. Anything you want to, you want to share with our, with our listener around, you know, how to PR yourself, any tips, any last word before we close out? No, you just have to lean in and do it. You know, the, the technology is changing every single day. This digital world is so fast. So every day that you sit back and you don't take action, every day that you sit back and you don't do anything, there are other people who are in a similar lane as you or who are in a similar field as you that are going to be 200, 300 miles ahead. And that's all because you didn't get into the game. You're, you're like, you're not even chilling in the bench right now. Like you're not, you're not even on the bench able to get called in by the coach to play. You're up in the nosebleed just watching everybody play the game. You know, so I need, I'm a basketball player. So like, I gotta think in terms of basketball, but like, I need you in the game and like if you feel like you're kind of new to this just get on the bench so you have the opportunity to get tagged in and then move up to the six man and then i need you in the starting five or as the captain like let you got but you've got to get in the game and play you can't be up there in the the nosebleed like no <laughs> i i love it i love it I, lo I okay i love the analogy i'm the analogy lady too so yeah so like she said get in the game and i can totally testify you know for the longer i'm just one of those people when i don't know something i want to get the knowledge and i have to say just the knowledge is powerful because now you know right and then you see everything happening in the news and you can relate okay they, they don't have publicists they need a better publicist this is how you're supposed to do it. So, and this has been helpful for me because uh, it, it just walk and you, it's just like how they say at church, you just have to walk the, use the wall, walk the wall, you know, just make it work for yourself. And it's it's like a perpetuating result that you get. So thank you so much. This was fun. How can we follow you? I know how to follow you, but tell our listener how they can follow you and stay plugged in with everything you got going on. Yes. So on all social media platforms, I'm at the Leah Frazier, or you can shoot me a message on leahfraser.com and we can connect there. Yes. Yes, totally. And we cannot wait for your book coming up in spring. Go get her book. You guys, I can't even begin to tell you just how amazing it is. Um, I've, I've had calls from universities. I've had calls from organizations. Um, I've had calls from veterans in the PR biz that have been doing it for 30 plus years that told, that has told me that it's a game changer. Um, I've had consultations with some of the top publicists in the city wanted to know what it is that I'm doing um, to really propel my clients forward. So I'm not saying that just so you can go out and buy it when it's here. I'm just saying that that it's a new way of thinking that's really just like pushing the bounds. So you can go to pryourselfbook.com and just go ahead and sign up for our list so that you're notified when resales nice. are available. Cool. And then in the meantime, I would just suggest listening to PR Yourself with Leah Frazier, my podcast. So we have news anchors, radio personalities, influencers. We have fun discussions like the Gorilla Glue Girl. 
Um, we're going to be talking about this married at first sight situation. Ooh. So it's just a fun way of retraining yourself to think about PR or your business or your brand. And so um, I'm just going to continue putting these resources out there for you guys. Awesome. Awesome. And we, we continue to learn from you and uh, I, it's all amazing. Thank you so much. This, this, oh my God, this was like fun. It went, it went by so fast. We, I can't believe I can talk PR with you for two hours. I thought I didn't know anything, but I had a lot of questions. <laughs> so thank you. This is so much fun. I appreciate you. Bye. Explore West Africa with us. Explore beautiful West Africa with this square adventure that is traveling with purpose. You want to make an impact with your traveler? Join us. We make it possible for you, our guests, to enjoy and discover three amazing West African destinations, Benin, Togo, Ghana. We offer an upscale experience, a beachfront, four-star and plus resort style accommodation for 10 days. If you're an African-American in search of your African route, or you're passionate or curious about Africa, its culture, history, food, and people, this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. What awaits you? Sightseeing, local markets, festival, local food tasting. Go to our website, www.cisqueadventure.com. Africa is just a sign up away from you. The countdown starts now. listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the conversation and find it inspiring or educational, please share with your friends, family, and colleagues because sharing is caring. And when you up your confidence, your friends will up their confidence too. Leave us a review and also follow our Facebook page, Up Your Confidence. We are growing and excited to continue the conversation. You can always DM or email your host on Instagram at Z Square 4 and Z Square on all other social media, or visit her website at zsquarecorner.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, remain blessed, and up your confidence every day.